your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Hey, welcome to the Voice America Sports Network. You're live with myself, Kwame Lassen, and Coach B. Coach B, you out there? Yeah, what's up, baby boy? Not much, man. We got a lot right going here. on. We got new music, I see. Yeah, yeah. they change it up. Ruben and uh, Ruben Cologne and Ryan back there, they do a lot of, uh, they do a lot. They get in early now. You guys in here about 530, but man. Oh, that's what's up. It's kind of hectic, man. We got a lot to talk about. We're going to do some golf. Uh, football. Do a little bit of um. <clears throat> we'll talk about a little life lesson, but we we won't get into that just of yet. Current events. Current events. Yeah, do, yeah, we do some current events. But um, man, I had a long. I just got back from Wichita about two days ago, but I've been going to go ever since. So it's been uh. I don't know how your week was since we talked last. What's going on oh, with my you? Week, it was cranking. I had a fun weekend, man. We started off on Friday. We had a uh. We did my old high school, Mount Vernon High School, out here in Northern Virginia. Uh, we went to, uh, we had a little to, to do down at a place called Madigan's down in Woodbridge on the water, Occoquan. And like everybody, everybody from like 1980 to 19, like 92 showed up. Mm-hmm. Not everybody, but everybody. A lot of people flew in from Florida, Texas, Cali, Georgia, drove up and stuff like that. And uh, we had a big old to do, man. It was a lot of fun. If y'all, you know, check us out, check the pics out on Facebook. Uh, oh, that's what you was doing. That's what I saw. Yeah, that's a little fix, man. We had a ball, man. It was like hadn't seen people in twenty some odd years, and everybody looks great. A lot of fun going, a lot of fun to be had, and it was just good catching up with good friends, you know. Yeah, I thought you had a wine tasting that uh, last night. That was time. in Baltimore over the week on oh, Saturday. Oh, okay, okay. Up in Baltimore, uh, we had a little Caribbean festival, reggae festival, a little wine. I didn't even go. End up hanging out with my little cousin, and um, we just chilled out, man. I didn't feel like I was tired. I didn't get until five o'clock Saturday morning. So, yeah, you have been on go, man. Yeah, I've been, and then, you know, hung out with my mom all day on Sunday. So, you know, she threw it down on the stove. So it was all good. Okay. Well, yeah, we don't hear the pots and pans now, but that, that's good, yeah. man. I, well, I was, in, I was in Wichita, man. I just got back from, uh, like I said, about a day and a half, two days ago. I heard you you, you, you acting up on that golf course over the weekend. What man, you I was, you know what? Well, I went there for a camp. Um, uh, Manny Martinez, uh, Wichita Aztec. You want to look that up? Or you can check the uh, webpage. Uh, Wichita Aztec dot uh, org. Those guys put on a camp. He's uh, also affiliated with Football University dot uh, com. It's, it's a good deal, man. These guys um, put on a camp for kids, uh, not just to not just to enhance their abilities, their talents that they have, but to keep them off the street, show them something positive, get them a head start on life. And it was fun. And I went there. Manny had his first one in Wichita. That was his own deal. So I went out there and showed some support. And then we ended up having a little golf tournament thing. So it was good, man. When I didn't have fun, I shot, I shot three under, man. I was on fire. Should have been on fire. six yeah, under. Like, like, what's the NBA jam? He's on fire. It, it was good. <laughs> yeah, you remember that? <laughs> now, nah, but it was good though, man. I had a good time. Kind of tired. I don't know if you can hear it in my voice, but I'm kind of tired. Then I come back. I had a, uh, we had a football meeting, and I got a meeting today. We had a coaches meeting, staff meeting actually down at the college. Okay. Uh, Mason, right? Yeah, yeah. And then um, so um. What I got, and I got a meeting today over at the Kirlin about you know I'm putting on this tournament, this golf tournament for the NFL alumni, and I thought I had it narrowed down. I thought I had it down to um, Ocotillo and Whirlwind, uh-huh. and I may still, but I I just don't want to 
not visit, not have this meeting, and then it end up being a better deal or, uh, than those two for the long term. You got you to you leave your options open as long as you can. Yeah, and because uh, I'm and who's gonna do who's gonna do more for you? I definitely need to meet with uh meet with this person over at Kirling Golf Course. So I'm a jet right after the show. I'm a jet over there, okay. and then I got another meeting tonight. But let me tell you about this. I got pulled over, man. I got pulled over yesterday again. <laughs> wow! Again what, this time. Yeah, that's what I say. What is it this well, time? Oh, you know I, what? I, I always say that. I ride with this man when I'm in town. He don't. He always obeys the laws. He never speeds. He's always chilling. So I don't understand why they would pull him over. But go ahead and tell your story. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. But you know what? I, you you're right. I always say this. What now? At what now? What could it be now? I like. That's what I'm about to get. I'm about to. I'm about to get me another car. But you know, I, you know what I thought it was at first. What? <laughs> I thought I was being racially profiled. God, it yeah, sounds crazy, bro, man. You know, but I, look, you know what? It, it sounds crazy, but it's a reason why you know people say that because it happens. You just nobody has that great of imagination to say, uh, "I thought of this show, or I thought of that, I made this movie out of just my imagination." These things actually happen. But right. and I tell you why I say that. I tell you why I think that I'm on a ten. This guy that's flying by me, flying. Wait, he got by me kind of fast. I wouldn't say he was speeding himself. But he got by me kind of fast, and then I, um, you know, I saw him in front of my rearview mirror till he passed me. Then he pulled over to the side. He was quite, he was up a distance. Pulled over to the side, so I thought maybe, you know, he got a call. He checking his computer, doing his thing. I passed, and when I go by him, he gets back in the traffic and gets behind me. I'm like, wow. I'm like, what now? I said, this is this is crazy. So now I'm doing a speed limit. Now when he gets behind me, you know you cop get behind you. Now I'm not doing a speed limit. Now I'm, I'm going slower. You know how crazy right. it is. I'm, well, at least five miles under the speed limit. But I'm like, what is this now? So he pulled me over. He ended up being a good guy. He ended up being a stand up guy. Um, and I think the thing with uh, police officers when you do pull them over, they they not really trying to harass you. It's just, and I can say that because I got pulled over quite a few times in Arizona and uh, haven't gotten a ticket. But uh, right. they, you know they just want to know if everything all right. Make sure. When they roll, when you roll down the window, they don't smell a bunch of stuff coming out your car, uh, smells, and and then you you know that you safe to drive for the most part. And then um, I thought it was racial profile until my uh, tags, my tags had just expired. So he told me that. Also, my tent. He said he drove by me. He couldn't see a thing. No, whatever. Well, you yeah. know what? My tent. He's a good guy. I'm telling you, uh, it was Officer uh, T J Smith. I'm telling you, he was a, he was a good guy. When it was all said and done, it wasn't really no. Not at one point there was any static, any problem, any conversation going back and forth because I was a little frustrated. Like, no, he's not pulling me over. This can't be for real. Right. But, well, you got to, I mean, but where, you, where you live at, where you go all the time, they ride by you. There's like, they're like out there in the Tempe, the Chandler, the Awatuki, the Gilbert, the Mesa area where you, you know, predominantly are a lot of the time in Scottsdale. They like roaches, man. When the sun's out, they out. <laughs> Night when the sun when the sun's down, they still out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, so they, but yeah, they, I know they run. They ride drive by you all the time. They do. You know but what? I be at the pull you over for your tent. Come on, dog. I be at the light with them, side by side with them, and then they did give me the nod, like nice ride. But you no, know, this guy actually. TJ said he, uh, he said it's a nice. That's his favorite car, favorite truck. He said he like it. Just want to look inside. That's what it was. No, he, no my, my, my truck. Said, Let me check inside. I might, I might get one. Man, my truck is dirty. You ain't want to look in there. But you know, just the body, just the style, the make of the car. But uh, other than that, man, I, other than that, it was all right. And um, it's thunder and lightning all day of uh, yesterday. Not all day. It started around six o'clock yesterday, and uh, it was going on till this morning. So 
I That's what I've been reading on Facebook. Everybody from Arizona, all my friends from Arizona, complaining about the thunderstorms and the rain. Y'all be happy it's raining. Yeah, I don't know what they're complaining about. That's perfect. You get the. I mean, you know, they can have some of the rain. We've been getting out here in D.C. They can have this. Yeah, man, that's that's perfect. You know, when you was a kid, you turn off the light. Uh, mm-hmm. Be quiet. Let God do His work. That's what my grandmother used to say. Yeah, let them handle his business, huh? Yeah, man. That's what's up. All right, man. I, th- I think we bored everybody. America, thanks for uh, Voice America Sports listening for bearing with us. That's how we do. We're going we gonna to vent when we first come on, so you already know that. That's why you tune in to hear it. But yeah. let's get into some sports, Coach. What's, oh, first of all, everybody got to call in, man. one 346 Call us and give us your, your uh, ideas or thoughts or comments or whatever it is. We might not agree with you, and we'll let you know, but you know we'll listen to you. It, it, that's true. It's an open forum, so you can talk. We can... You know, you can... Uh, we can disagree or disagree. Yeah, tap in on the uh, subject or you got a question or comment, call on in. Uh, also, don't forget to uh, look us up on the iPod, too. We're on the iPod. What else? We're doing big things on iTunes. You can subscribe for free. Yeah. We hey, can... hey, let me ask you a question. I'm, you know, I'm sitting out here. You know, I'm, we're both golfers. We, well, you golf, I attempt, you know... Thanks for that, clearing that up. And exactly just like that. You know, you're shooting three under trying to do big things out there. But, Tom, the big thing, the big story I got over the weekend is pretty much Tom Watson, man. He can't win out there at 59 years old doing his thing. Yeah, you but know my what? My question is, Quam, is you golf, we, we both golf with, you know, 45, 55, 60-year-old men in Arizona, wherever we golf at. And if you're a professional golfer, you should think automatically, any given moment, you can go out there and handle your business and you can win any tournament. You know what? I tell you, you make a good point. I tell you, I, I, uh, when I learned how to golf, when I first started golfing, I'm I used to play with this uh, older man, Les Bailey. Guy was about 65 years old, man. I could not beat this guy. And I'm trying to, and frustrated me that I couldn't beat him. Which, Les, which, I used to be there for those battles, too. Yeah, man. I'm like, why can't I beat this guy? He's 65 years old. I've been playing with him. Uh, he's about 70 something now. But I've been playing seven, eight years. So, yeah, he's uh, 72 now. Uh, now and I get him. But at the time, I'm like, why can't I beat this guy? What he does is put the ball in the middle of the fairway. He doesn't try to do anything special. He doesn't get too creative unless he's in trouble. But he knows how to get in, get out of trouble. Put the ball down the fairway, uh, get on the green, make one good, one great putt or two good putts, and he walks off. He doesn't lose a lot, um, and he gain more than he lose on a call. Now, golf is up and down sports, so you got to give Tom Watson his credit. Uh, but Stewart, I mean, but Sink, um, the guy's the winner. I don't hear you look on any sports page. You don't hear a thing about Tom uh, Sink as being a uh, U.S. Open champion. You hear a lot about uh, Tiger Woods missing the cut or Padraig Harrington um, getting his title years before, and then the whole story is about uh, Tom Watson choking. Choking. They think he choking. I don't think he choked. I think he just you know he just had a bad round. That's what happens in golfers. Golfers have bad rounds. I play one round, you know, every once in a while, and it's up and down just in that one round. This guy plays four days, um, maybe a practice round on Wednesday, and it's that is emotional, it's up and down. You got to be able to get out of trouble. You got to be able to maintain you until the final day. The whole thing is to get to uh, Saturday, Saturday and Sunday, to get That's to that it. day, moving day is what they call it. You get to that day, man, then moving you got day. a chance. <laughs> If he's not – now, if Sink's not in it, now, this guy been playing golf forever. He's won before. I think everybody that is uh, able to play on that day mm-hmm. has a chance to win. Now, we're, here's the story that Tiger Woods is not in it. He's missed his cut. He's missed his fifth cut since turning pro. But the whole story is about somebody else and not the winner. And I think that's uh, a disservice to the guy 
who go out there and most part, most time it's for those, you know, who really don't understand a game that not just a game of golf, but just a game, the mental game that you play uh, in, in any sports arena. But uh, it would have been a great story. Now I was I was rooting for um, Watson myself. It would have been a great story. But come on, man, he had a chance to win just like everybody else did. And but he, again, it's still a great story. It's still a, exactly it's still a great story uh, that you can write it up. It's not a don't look at it as a downer. Just look at right. this guy who had his chance to win at that at that age against a um, a field full of young guys. But again, I honestly believe this is this is my thoughts on this, and people may disagree with me. If they all disagree, call in and let us know why. But I feel that you know, you're a golfer. You play no matter what age it is. It's not an age sport. All right, well, Coach B, let me uh, let's get back to that. I'll let you hold that thought, and when we come back from break, we'll get to that. This is Kwame Lassie Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. I'm here with Coach B. We live across the world, not just Phoenix, Arizona, not just Virginia. Uh, get back to us in two minutes. That new Jay-Z. You like that? The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. Take the bitch's ass and then move on. I just just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. (laughs) NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Hey, football fans, are you ready for an intelligent discussion about the Buffalo Bills and the National Football League? Are you tired of listening to talk show hosts that have never played football? Instead of answering your questions, they prefer to listen to themselves. And when they don't like what you're saying, they just cut you off. Well, that won't happen on the Jeff Nixon Sports Report. Keep it clean, stay relatively calm and rational, and the discussion will flow well. Join Jeff Nixon Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Network. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's Hot Topics. Frankly Speaking About Cancer is a program designed to empower survivors and their caregivers to deal with the social and emotional challenges of cancer. Drawing on resources from wellness communities throughout America and abroad, the show will invite physicians, researchers, nurses, social workers, patients, and caregivers to share their advice on how to live a better life with cancer. Join host Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Wellness Community, Tuesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's a tough shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports.
Welcome back to the Voice America Sports Network. This is Kwame Lasso on the Kwame Lasso Sports Talk. Coach B, my co-host hey, so from the other coast. I guess I'm going to have to say something. What's up? You was, uh, you had to get your coffee. Oh, you and know I what? He was gonna make it back in time. I, I figured. I figured some. I figured you was gonna take care of that. I was wondering why I was gonna make it back in time, but you know there was no filter when I came in. I'm a little upset about that. Somebody got creative and used a napkin as a filter. I'm like, wow, why didn't I think of that? Yeah, why didn't you think of that? I would. I probably would have thought of that. Because I was running about being mad. I was. You know. You know how that anger and that mad frustration get in the way, and you can't really think. Yeah, that's, that was call. being done. I was being crazy. Your boy Ray ain't bringing you no coffee this morning. What's the deal? Man, I haven't man? even seen Ray yet. Hey, you were talking yeah. about Watson, man, before we left off, and we're going to finish that off. Then we go to some football. When we get into football, I'm going to be Roger Goodell, you're going to be Michael Vick, or you want me to be Michael Vick, and you be Roger. Uh, you can be you can be Roger. I'll be Mike. Yeah. I'll be Mike. All right, Tom Watson, let's finish him up. Okay. Yeah, I just thought that, you know, to me, golf is not an age sport. Golf is a... Um, Good day, bad day sport. True uh, that. And if you can go out there and you can put put together a good day, then you're going to be successful. And I think Tom Watson went out there and put together, you know, three and a half good days. And he just came up short the last hole, 18 hole, you know, on on Sunday. Yeah, I, I, line. you say three and a half. I think he finished. I think he got to the final hole, the 72nd hole, and uh, it was just that. You know, he had a chance for a birdie. He blew the ball. He blew the ball past the hole. I say half. I say half because, you know, maybe he could have, through the course of that Sunday, he, there was another hole. He he didn't really mess up on it, but he got a bogey on or he could have parred or he could have birdied that he didn't. Yeah, but you know what? See, I don't play that game like that. It might have been that hole, one of those holes like that, that he did get a birdie on, that he shouldn't have got a birdie on, or he did get a par that he was in trouble the whole way through the, from the tee box to the green, and he mastered his way to a par. See, it goes, it goes back and forth from down. That's why I say, you know, in golf, you play that hole right now. You don't worry about that uh, next hole coming up or the last one you just right. finished. So but that's uh, like sports too, Carl. Right, like right, football. exactly. We don't, we don't, I don't want to put, you know, they say, well, you know, that two-minute drive. Well, it shouldn't have to get to the two-minute drive to win the game. Uh, you know what? That's a, you make a great point because I was having this conversation yesterday. I don't think you should really go into overtime. And if you're taking care of your business on the off season, you're taking care of your business doing camp, OTAs, and all – and and you know, mini camps and stuff like that. If you get mm-hmm. ready to play, now some teams will be better than others, but if you get ready to play, I don't think you should go into overtime or final death if you just take care. It happens, but be ready to uh, focus your mind, refocus your mind because it, golf, you mentally drain because you're out there thinking. I played plenty of times, and I, I'm only saying, I say it me because I, I I play the game and I know that when I'm, when I'm shooting great scores, I'm sitting. I'm around the course on every hole, just thinking, just thinking, thinking, thinking. I'm not doing a lot of talking, and when I'm done, I'm mentally drained. So right, I, they right. doing it for four days, man. They, I'm just nothing to the, what they are doing, uh, thought wise. But I told my players when I was when coaching is, you know, hey, if we do everything we need to do, the first fifty nine minutes of the game, mm-hmm. we don't have to worry about the last minute. That's good. Well, let, let me get credit to uh, Sink for winning the U.S. Open, man. Tom Watson, great run. All the other ones, come back next year. I mean, you keep, next year. make the story about those two guys and make the, make it a fair story. So, uh, well, that's that. That's golf. I'm Roger Kadea. Uh, Michael Vick, thank you for coming to my office. You want to say what? Uh, I think I've, I just like you know what thoughts you have on reinstating me into the National Football League. How well, do you, you feel about me coming back? Mr. Goodell. 
Well, well, Michael, welcome back to the. Uh, I'm glad you got your freedom back. I know you're serving uh, probably three years on state probation. Uh, you're just getting off on Monday. Congratulations to that. But if I remember last time we talked, you lied to me. We had a face-to-face conversation, and you told me that you were no long, you were not a part of any dog fighting, any pit bull fighting, any uh, incidents such as that when uh, in our last meeting. So. How am I? I would love that you good for the game. You were great while you were playing. Uh, I would love for you to play again, but there's a protocol. There's things I have to go through to reinstate you, and uh, it's a tough decision on my part. And I know you can look at all the other incidents. Like a, there's a lot of guys in the league right now that's that's had DUIs, has had trouble in and out the league, and they and they're back in there. But at some yes, point, sir. I got to take a stand. So tell me why should I believe you this? This time. Well, okay, Mr. Goodell, I, I, you know, I don't want to go through all the hearsay. Yes, I did. I apologize for not telling you the truth when you came to me. I, like a man asked me this question. Okay, but now I pay my debt to society, to the government of society, and to society. Now, what do I need to do to make you and the National Football League happy? Let's just go and get it done. That's, you know, it's for me right now, it's, I'm trying to get back and play football. Do I need to have a four-game suspension, eight-game suspension, 16-game suspension, whatever it is, let's get it levied now so I can look for the future. I'm not trying to go back to the past. So, yeah. Mr. Goodell, what do I need to do to satisfy Roger Goodell and the National Football League and the National Football League owners, investors, and everybody else who has to do with Michael Vick coming back? What do we need to do to move forward? Bottom line. Well, I understand what? that's kind of front and blank, sir, but that's how I'm feeling right now. I can't keep going back with two years ago. Three years ago, I can't do that no more. It's all about the future. What do we need to do to make this make business decisions today? You know what? We all have decisions in our lives. We all have choices, consequences. Do we have decisions? Um, you chose to uh, be a part of that. It was a decision you made. Now the consequences are you doing you did two years. The consequences are I have a, de- a decision to make on you. Uh, okay. I mentioned earlier, you're good for the game. You're great for the game while you're playing. I think you still have the talent to play. I think you need to pay your. Uh, you still need to do your community work, uh, whether you on or off probation. I think you still need to go to uh, humane societies, and I say humane, even though there's animals involved, and still do your due diligence there. I still you need to be a, fo- a positive uh, a focus in the community. You still need to do your rounds. Uh, it's hard for me to tell you right now, face to face, whether there's going to be a four-game suspension, eight-game suspension, or sixteen-game suspension. Uh, these are drastic measures. I have a decision to make, and I can tell you right now, face to face, that it's not an easy decision that I I, I want to make. But it's something I have to go through. I have a staff. We have to go through this. If I let, just like uh, there are guys in the league right now with DUIs, guys with uh, multiple incidents, and they're still playing. At some point, I got to put a stamp on. There's no, a no tolerance in this league in this league for that for this type of nonsense for these type of lies. Um, Again, you lied to me, so I got to find. We have to rebuild our trust. I know you want to play. Uh, a lot of people out there want you to play. A lot of people out there can't wait to see a Michael Vick on a team and and what role will he play on that team and how exciting he will be to the game. But again, I have a decision to make. So uh, it's going to take some time. Uh, again, as I as I mentioned, congratulations on your freedom. Again, uh, it's sad that you had to do two years for some um, dog fighting. Something we could have prevent. Had the truth come out right away, uh, and what I mean by that, that you, Arthur, I mean, uh, your uh, Arthur Blank, your owner, you stood by him and you lied to him, say you're not part of him. What you should have done, uh, I think, or could have done, I think, and this is just me talking to you, 
as you could have told him, this is what we do in Virginia. We fight dogs. I didn't know this was a a crime or criminal or federal offense. I didn't know this was a crime. We fight dogs in Virginia. If if now that it's out in public and everybody knows, all you had to do say, well, I'll, I'll stop. Now all you got is probation. You're not doing any jail time. But I also will say you choose your friends wisely as well uh, when it come down to it. Don't wait till you get in trouble. Don't wait until you get in trouble to be come back and uh, do the apologies because a lot of things you can avoid in that instance. So, again, it's going to take the bottom line. It's going to take me some time to make a decision. But I really do feel you can be in the NFL so, uh, someday. Well, I appreciate it, Mr. Goodell. Again, like I say, you know, I'm not trying to look back on what happened two years ago, three years ago, ten hours ago. All I'm trying to look about look at is what's going to happen for me in the future, my family, and what's the best situation for me, whatever your decision will be. And I have to stand by the same way I stood by and accepted my punishment from the federal court system. All I want to do is play football, and what do we need to do to make that happen? If I got a four-game, 18-game, or one-year suspension, that's three years out of the game, then whatever it is, I'll serve it. You won't, I'll do whatever I need to do community service-wise. PSAs, whatever situation I need to do to, to better my situation, you all let me know, and I'm there. And I appreciate you having this meeting with me today, sir. Well, I'm glad we That's had what this. I would say. That's just bottom line how I would treat if I was Michael Vick. All right, well, let me finish up. I'm glad we had this meeting, and you will be contacted uh, for further information on your status in the National Football League. Um, as of now, I will talk to you later. Have a nice day, sir. There you go. So when are you coming back? Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I'm thinking, you know, I'm thinking, honestly, the, the key here, and you said it when you was me and Roger Goodell, and it's not the fact of him fighting dogs and whoever's listening who don't like that, I apologize. It's not the fact of you don't have to apologize. Of him going of him going to jail. The 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 bottom line is he lied to Roger Goodell in Roger Goodell's face. I, I think that's I think that's the whole key. You know, guys, uh, there's cockfighting uh, down in Florida. They do they cockfighting. That you you go hunting because you got a license to say you can hunt. You still killing animals. Now, I've I've watched uh, um, I've watched pit bulls fight. Mm-hmm. And I don't, and you know what? I'm not a fan of it, but it happens, man. There's a lot of things I watch every day. I wake up or go around the community that I don't like that I'm not a fan of. But uh, a lot of these cats don't get punished uh, for the same in the same manner that Michael Vick get punished. Uh, what's the Dante? Uh, the boy in Cleveland, he does 20, Dante Starworth. Dante Starworth. Twenty-four days and he already out. Twenty-four days for killing somebody, even though it was a no fault. What was it? He was outside the lines? The he, guy was outside the, he, yep, he was outside the line. The guy's dead. He's dead 24 days for murder. I wouldn't call it murder. What do they call it? Uh, manslaughter or something like manslaughter. that? Manslaughter. But still, I mean, again, again, I, on that situation, you know, not not discounting anybody's life because everybody's life is important mm-hmm. in this world, no matter what the situation may be. Mm. But again, there are laws that are out there to protect people, like it protected Dante Stallworth. Now, Michael Vick, the key here about Michael Vick, and we all understand and we all know, is Michael Vick wouldn't have never lied. Michael Vick would have never served probably a day in jail. He would have been on he probation. Would, he would have been on probation for probably ten years. Okay, and he would have been. He Matt Ryan would never got drafted by Atlanta Falcons. No, but Matt, Matt Ryan was going. If you you're going to be successful where you go, Matt Ryan would have still been successful. But I hear I hear what you're saying. Uh, I'm Vic not was, saying he wouldn't have been successful. But Rick, I'm saying but he Vic, wouldn't have got drafted by the Atlanta Falcons. Right, and Vic would have still been in Atlanta, uh, trying to Playing get that football. team to a Super Bowl. The whole thing about it, when you lie to a, a federal, we got 30 seconds, man. But when you lie to a, a federal, uh, what is it, grand jury, grand jury, and stuff like that, 
you are already preparing yourself to do some time if they found out the truth. Now, we're going to finish up with that, then get into some more football. This is Kwame Lassa, the Coach B, on the Voice America Sports Network. We'll be back in two minutes. Coach B. have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need to bitch his ass and then move on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. Oh, crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Every week, Body Talk is here to answer your pressing questions about the fields of traditional, alternative, and functional medical science. Join hosts Dr. Stephen Ross and Drake Kellis as they uncover the truth behind some of today's ailments, symptoms, and diseases. You'll get the most up-to-date information on treatments and remedies and their effectiveness. Plus, you'll hear from leading experts on a variety of health topics. Listen for Body Talk with Dr. Stephen Ross and Drake Kellis, Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Are you ready to go green? You've asked, and we've heard you. Voice America presents the Green Talk Network. Environmental topics are at the forefront of our society, and the Green Talk Network is here to keep you up to date on the latest trends and new innovations for the eco-conscious lifestyle. We'll help promote a variety of ideas on the environment, from global warming issues to how you can become more eco-friendly in your daily activities. Be a part of the solution, not the problem. Visit the Green Talk Network page on voiceamerica.com and tune in to help spread the green. Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, is here for you, the fan, to hear about and discuss the week's top stories in the world of sports. We'll discuss not only the headliners, but you'll hear some of the smaller stories that don't usually make it on the sports wires today. It's a forum for the sports fan, hosted by Joe Cribbs, a three-time pro bowler with the Buffalo Bills. Joe is a 10-year pro football veteran, a former Southeastern Conference Most Valuable Player, and a member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Discuss the topics with Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Welcome back to the Voice America Sports Network. You are live across the globe, might I add, with Kwame Lassen and Kwame Lassen Sports Talk. Coach B, my co-host from the other coast. What's the word? We were talking about Michael Vick, man, and when should he get back. And uh, everybody's awaiting that return. Uh, we waited for him to, uh, you know, get off the uh, get off the papers from the federal uh, system. And he's off. He did two years for fighting dogs or being a part of dog fighting. He, he did his two years with that. Um mm-hmm. So now we want to know, and it's, I think it's mixed feelings on should he come back or shouldn't he come back. But you know, it's a lot of a lot of guys. I think people like animals a lot more than they like humans, or the well-being of a human, or or able to forgive a dog for doing a or animal, any animal for doing certain things uh, that you'd really normally won't tolerate from a human. So if you love them that well, much, I mean, they, they say well, animals have no no choice. 
animals have a choice. How you can you can if that's the case, you wouldn't be able to train a dog to do exactly what you wanted to do. Animals got a choice. They know when they do wrong. I got a dog. I got a, I got a boxer right now. He know when he's doing wrong. If he did something in the house which he haven't done in since he I've been training him. If he does something in the house, he running high. He going to the pool table. He going to the table. And knowing I'm going <laughs> to yep. get him. Sound like Madison. <laughs> he know he's going to get thing. it. So they, they look they, at you. She like they look at you at the top of their like you know like a little kid looks at you. Right. They got a choice. They um, man, they got a choice. I mean, they know what they're doing. So I'm not, uh, gonna, I'm not gonna discount what people say, but this is my thing on this is, is you know when a dog don't want to fight, they don't. They sit in the corner. And you know again, it's like you know me. I'm not a big. I'm not a fan of the UFC at all. Doesn't do anything for me. UFC uh, or pit bull fight. I'm not. It's a, none of that. Yeah. Now, all of it's brutal brutality. I don't like none of it. Mm-hmm. So I don't condone any of it, and people flock and pay money, thousands and hundreds of thousands of dollars, to to do the UFC and all that stuff. And that's more power to them, whatever floats your boat. But you know, don't don't discount uh, everything. And again, Mike was wrong. We all understand that. But again, when you're a product of your environment, that's what happens. I tell you what, he he know he was wrong too, because I was home in Virginia. You know, we from the same place, and I was at home and doing a camp. And he uh he came into the arena. We was talking with the little kids. So he came to talk to his ki- talk to the kids. You know, a lot of people talk don't match their actions. So, but when he came in, you know, I thought he was sincere. I thought he understood everything he went through for the past since two thousand and seven. Uh, what he was saying to the kids, I thought it was valid. I thought it was um, um, sincere. Again, like I said, and um, he's humble now. He 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 mentioned. How much money he had, how much money he blew through, how much money uh, having the wrong friends, choosing the wrong friends, backing the wrong friends. When it comes down to it, um, the guys he had, you know, they they turned state on him because they felt that pressure. And, and Mike was Mike was the only one left, and he's Michael Vick on top of that. So who are, who else are you gonna get? You're gonna get Michael Vick. But I thought he was. I thought he was sincere. I'm, my bad. I thought he was sincere, and what uh, you know, what he's saying that he's paid his debt. He understands that he's still doing the community work because that's one of the reasons why he was there. He's back home in the boys' club where we all grew up and played, uh, doing work there. But it, it, the part that bothered me is that don't let it get to that point where you have to come back. And now we are all family back home in Virginia, and yes, we're gonna we support are. you. We're gonna take you in. But don't let it get to that point where you lose focus. And you got to come back and put that face on that. Get that. Sometimes you got to get humble again, and that, maybe that's this is his uh, deal in doing so. So be it. It's done now. He's 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 paid his debt. Now all he has to do now is do whatever he needs to do to get back in the National Football League. Probably playing the U that UFL that new league coming out that starts in the fall. He don't need to play in that league. Michael Vick's an NFL player. That's a league for everybody. Again, Every- but again, this is my thing on this. Okay, and I mean to cut you off, Carl. Yes, you did. Go ahead. He hasn't played in two years. Okay, that's the way he could get back in there and just. Hone his skills a little bit. It gives them gets them back in the football mentality because you still you can't take two years off and expect to come back in there and have that mentality in your head. You may have the desire and the love for it, but you don't have the desire. You don't have the motions, the visuals, um, the key components you need on on every day. Like right now, yes, you you you're gonna tell me yes, you can go back in there and play safety. You got that right. I'm glad you, I'm glad you uh, know me like that. Go ahead. But I honestly don't think I think that you would have to. To go through the motions in order to get to get that feel back in your system and in your soul and your muscles. You feel what I'm saying? You do have to get retrain your muscles to a certain sport. Like you, you can run all day and lift weights all day, and uh, be in a great condition and great shape. But football shape is different than basketball shape. So 
no matter how, how much shape you go into the game, you're only preparing yourself to get uh, to get to a certain point, and then those football muscles have to take over. Those basketball muscles have to take over. There's different right. muscles in golf you you have to use, uh, and you work out uh, three, four times a week that you were like, why am I so sore? They are different muscles you use. I hear what you're saying. He has to get back in shape, and that, and you think that new football league is the way to do it? Mm-hmm. I don't think that new football way. If not, not if he's not going to be the starting quarterback there, I think Michael Vick can be a backup quarterback on 32 teams in his league right now, and um, and that's just backup. I think he can start on probably 10 of them right now. I don't well, think there's some. Yeah, co- but yeah, some, but again, he's going to start in that UFL. He's going to start. He's going to star. He's going to uh, be very successful. I just think he needs it as a coach. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't discount it him going there to play. Well, he's working yes. with Tom Shaw now, so I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Yeah, we're working out with Tom Shaw. Tom Shaw is one of the best. Yeah, and I would not uh, discount him going in there. But Tom Shaw is not going to train. Get him. Get him. Fo- he's going to get him football conditioning right, but he ain't get him football shape. And you not. And and look, you can train football without them pads on. But once you put on the pads, the game changes a little bit too. He could have came. Yeah. He came out here in Arizona where everybody comes and work out and get conditioning in this weather. Uh, as opposed, or maybe going down to Florida and being some humidity, um, but he could have came to API athletes' performance. A lot of people work out there, man. A lot of people I've watched guys who work out there and and finish their season. And some of these guys that um, just work out on their own or work out with the team, they end up getting hurt um, eight games into the season. I don't know if one thing has to do with the other, but I've seen guys finish off the season in the API from working out there. I've watched a lot of, and not just football guys. There's baseball, basketball guys. There's a lot of golfers there. Mm-hmm. There's soccer guys. I, I, I watched them work out like that. So, I mean, again, I just think that Mike can, I, I me mean, as a coach, I would, as a coach and me talking to players, like I used to tell my guys, when I'm out there recruiting, I say, guys, you come play for me, I'm going to put you in positions to be successful. As always, I, I, exactly. And that's a position. That's the way that Mike can be successful because he can go out there. Now, to say, Goodell comes in in three weeks and says, you know what, Mike, we're going to suspend you for the whole season. I'm going to smack you in your, on your hand just for lying to me. That's a uh, punch in the stomach. That ain't no smack on the hand. A whole season? But He's already had two seasons out, so the government smacked him. The Goodell's going to have to smack him. That's three years out of football. Come okay, on now. Okay. Three years out of football, they, you, it's hard for me as an owner to give you that chance. I know how great you was when you left, but three years out of football, if Goodell, if he does that, man, that's – we gonna have some trouble, but go ahead. The well, last person that was spent years out of football was Kurt Warner. Came back and won three MVPs. That's why. That's why he can come back right now and play. That's why he don't need to go into that league. All he do. All he needs to do is go into a camp, training camp right now before camp is over. Camps are starting this week, so if he can get into a camp right now, he can go hard every day. Get back in football shape. Uh, each day gradually get better. Each day gradually get in conditioning, football conditioning, and I think he'll be fine. Going to that football league is going. I don't want to see any flaws in him at that on that level. If anything is going to happen, let it be in a national football league. Okay, well then you got to then you, then you hear all thing I hear all the, the skepticism. Oh, he's this, he's that, he's this, he's but that. But you know what? People who've never played a down of any kind of <laughs> you know, since that's since those are usually the ones that do it. You're right. You're 100 percent right. Those usually the ones that do it. They, they, they adamantly talk about this guy can't do this. This guy can't do that. Or his passion. Or his. Uh, unless you played the game, unless you've been around the game forever. And I'm not oh, saying yeah. there's coaches that never played the game. There's some great coaches, but it's like you said, like you mentioned, it's always the ones who can't do it and never did it that have that much hatred against somebody who uh, eventually gets in trouble or 
you know, trying to work his way back in or see a flaw or something, and then critique them real bad. Yeah, most definitely. It just it just gets annoying for me. It gets annoying. You know, going back to the Tom Watson deal. Come on, right. shut up. I don't want to hear all that. Tom Watson's a consummate pro man. He he handled that loss well. He said it's not a funeral. Don't look at it as a funeral. I played well. He played well um, right. up until the last hole. It's just another guy wanted it just as much as he did. So and, and it's, it's golf. It's up and down. You got to find a way to win. But as far as Michael Vick come, I think I'd like to see him in the National Football League before the eighth week of the season. Well, I, I honestly think it, it, if it's not going to be, I think it's going to be a minimum eight weeks suspension. Yeah, that's fine with me. You sit him out for three years of non-football. If Goodell does that, then how in the world was Pac-Man, Adam Jones, able to play in the National Football League? He should never play another down in the league. If anything, he should go up to Canada if, if they'll take him. He should never play another down because all those chances, you don't get that many chances, man. So many good guys that can play that's not even in the National Football League right now. And Adam Jones, Pac-Man going to get another chance. He ain't no Pac-Man. His mama named Adam. Pac-Man well, is what he wanted to be called. But Adam Jones. Well, he uh, wants to be called Adam, Adam now. He said that last year. Okay, well, let me call him Pac-Man now. Yes, yeah, so I see. I thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, he, you know, he shouldn't be playing. Like, you know, he, he I'm going to tell you, one person who, who got in a lot of trouble, haven't heard another word about this kid, Chris okay. Henry. Who? Chris Henry, Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, yeah. I think Chris Henry came back with the Bengals, didn't he? Came back with the Bengals last year. Didn't hear one word about that kid except what he was doing on the field. You know, sometimes you're able to understand your mistakes and you learn. And if you don't learn from them and grow from them, then you're telling me as a commissioner, you're telling me as an owner, as a coach, you're going to do what you want to do. And you're not right. going to be on my team with that. You're going to sink us. You're going to be that anchor that's going to put us in the way, that's going to drown us. Mm -hmm. So I think, my, like I said, you know, for me personally, I don't see, you don't want him to play in the league. I don't see where him going to the league will hurt. But again, you know, hey, to each his own. If Mike has to make that decision, after Roger Goodell makes his decision. Yeah. So it is what it is. I, I, well, yeah, well, I think um, I think three years is kind of harsh to be out of football and try to come back. Even though but again, you're a he, just, he you when you lay your bed, you got to lie in it also. He lied in it. He laid in it. Uh, he laid in it for two years in uh, Leavenworth. But again, yeah. So now he paid that society. Now he got to pay his employer. Well, he was. He, he, his employer has done without the millions and millions of dollars. Has hurt. He ain't gonna get out the millions and millions of dollars that you generated for this company. So now we got to punish you for that. But you know what? I think he was on suspension before he got. He went to jail. I think he was on yeah, suspension before he went he, to he jail. He was. That's it. That's and that's. Now that's something that no one's talking about. Yeah, he was already on suspension. So now he's gonna come back and suspend him um, some more. That's something that Goodell might take into consideration also. You know what? Because he was. If on he suspension, sit out, he, if fact. he sit out this whole year. I think that's a disservice to the, a player like him with all those criminals that's playing in the National Football League now. And um, But you know what? He didn't miss any games on that suspension. Who? Who, Mike? He didn't miss. When he got suspended at first, he got suspended in the offseason. He missed 32 games plus. All right, man. We're going to take a break. This is Kwame Lassen of Kwame Lassen Sports Talk with my co-host, Coach B from the other coast. Rich, I'm going to go get me some coffee. Ray just walked we'll in here. He's going to mess it up, so I'm going to hurry up and get in there before he do that. We'll be back in two All minutes. Shot 
got it with 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. Show. Are you ready for some football? Well, here it comes. The Owen Hodge Show is bringing you the funniest hour in sports talk radio. This action-packed show is hosted by the outspoken fullback, Big Hodge, and the knowledgeable defensive back, Odie. This show will focus on the NFL, but touch on all things sports. Owen Hodge will provide you with a true player's perspective that'll give you insight, make you think, and definitely make you laugh. Owen Hodge have accumulated six championship rings, so obviously they know things. Check out the Owen Hodge Show at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Network. Owen Hodge Show. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Take a look inside the country's fastest-growing professional sports organization. Join Robbie Kendall for Inside the ABA on the Voice America Sports Channel. The show will feature weekly interviews with the owners, players, coaches, and influential league executives. Tune in and be a part of the fastest-growing sports organization in the world. You can hear Inside the ABA every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time right here on the Voice America Sports Channel. school to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports welcome back to the voice america sports network you know what sometimes i get caught up and listen to the music they do a good job with that and they got me bobbing my head over here man <laughs> they got it they do a good and you just say they're doing they're doing okay they're doing but pretty I, good if you ask me but they you know i, I they still got me bobbing my head doing okay or doing good okay i mean yeah as long as i'm bobbing my head it's all good though all right well look listen this is quite sports talk coach b you have uh this is the last segment uh listeners so you want to get in rich how can they reach us one eight 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 three four six nine one four four in some areas fofo. However y'all want to say it. <laughs> Down south fofo. Down south fofo. Oh, oh, I think that's West Coast. Nine one four Hey, we're gonna look, get into some fantasy football, but we left off talking about Michael Vick, so we'll wait and we'll, we'll speak on a little bit more in probably another twenty three hours in uh another actually six days in twenty three hours. But um, yeah. fantasy Trippy, football, man. Thank you somewhere else. I know you. Um, <laughs> we can talk about it in between time, but look. I know you heavy into this fantasy football. Man, Emma, my boys are all out there in AZ, the Measy Fantasy Football League. Measy? One of the best fantasy football leagues in the world. Just because yeah, you call in it? Measy. Is that just because you in it is the best? No, that's because how we roll. We, it's, we got a commissioner. We got championship belts. 
We have it's top. It's probably to me, it's the best league because I've seen other leagues and been other leagues, uh-huh. and no one does it like we do it. Did you say championship belt and football? We have we have a belt. We have a belt. We have like the WWE. We have championship belt. Interesting. You get a. We used to have trophies, and now you get a belt because we call them belts in our league. Okay. How many belts you got is represent how long. How good you are within our league. So it's I like got, it's got like one belt. It's I'm like lost. poker. It's like poker when you get those diamond bracelets. Yeah, you get a belt in our league. It's top five. Can't beat it. Can't beat it, huh? Can't beat it. Top five. So that we don't just take we don't just take anybody. We got eleven guys, and it's we've all been been the league. Most everybody been the league all ten years, eleven years of existence. I, I know D Man um, on Football dot com. He's uh, I think he's into the fantasy football, or he's starting to lead. Uh, but if you go to football. dot com, you can check that out because uh, you know it's a great site. Also, Rick, yeah, he, yeah, he called me um, Saturday, and I'm a, I'm gonna join this league. Okay, oh, I just haven't been able to touch base. So you are gonna be in two leagues? I'm being two leagues, doing my thing. Uh huh. Okay. I'm, I'm researching it. I got about three magazines at the house, and just every night I take about an hour, hour and a half, see research, try to mock draft, see who gonna draft. Because I know my guys in my league. Won't you just save I, some money? I know how them them bamas draft. Bamas. Why don't you just save some money and go on the internet? All that free knowledge on the internet, and you looking That's at true, porn sites. It ain't, like, it ain't like you know having your magazines in your face too. Well, I, I, you know what? I mean, it ain't. I mean, I'm gonna spend on something. I, spend, I, ain't gonna, I don't have to spend on alcohol like you. I spend on my magazine. Hey, watch your mouth, son. <laughs> <laughs> you killed me. And hey, we the same age. As a matter of fact, I think I'm two months older than you. A month older than you. A month and a half older than you, son. So watch your mouth. Man, I'm six foot and some change and a quarter. Uh, thirty-seven, uh, delicious. Uh, by thirty-three. Oh, oh, I'm done. I'm and, done. I'm uh, ready to go now. I gotta go. I got something to do today. Listen, all this. Listen, nonsense. man. Fantasy football, listen, man. You don't Look, play fantasy. I'm not. You know what? I'm not in. I I played it before, but it was. Uh, and I end up winning. But it it was like you can choose the same guy each week. But there's a system to it as well. As far as you don't want to get the no, same. We, no fantasy. We draft our team. Like last year, my number one pick was Peyton Manning. Mm-hmm. Reason paid Manning last year. He had a slow beginning of the season, so it dropped me down. I was in the second, third place, first four or five weeks. No matter, even though he was had a bad season and lost Joseph or die, you know, you draft. We draft players. We don't, and then every week we start. We put your starters out there. We got you know eight starters a week. We okay. Put them out there and hope they do that thing. But you know, like back in like '92, I think it was. I drafted the Cardinals defense last. Only reason I drafted them was because you was on defense. I mean, 2 2 Okay. Um, Okay, you was on the defense. You know you what I'm saying? You should have got him in '98 when I was balling out of control. Go ahead. That was that. But see, that was old school. You know, oh, okay. about now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You so know, good. so you know, I got you to draft Donovan all the time because I like Donovan. Going to give you more points. Going to give you that rushing yard. You ain't draft, you, you ain't just drafting friends, are you? You drafting guys who will give you points, or you drafting friends that you know? You, drafting, got, you know a lot I'm of guys in the league. Don't give me points. Okay. You know, but I like this year. I don't know who I'm drafting. I'm drafting in the fifth position this year. So we kind of do it great. We try. We try to. We kind of make it like. The NFL draft. We have a, a rules meeting, kind of like all the guys show up for a rules meeting. They meet. We make we try to we go over the rules from the previous years. If someone has a rule suggestion, we suggest it. We vote on it, you know. And then, like my draft, I'll be as a matter of fact, I'll be back in AZ um, August twenty seventh to uh, September third. Where are you staying? Of course, I'm staying at the Scott Scottsdale Camelback Resort. Over there on Camelback, it's my spot. Ain't no other place to stay in Phoenix but there. You must got some. You must know somebody over there. But look at here. Hey, I just love the people that's there, man. They they take care of you. They got great places. Hey, they got a happy hour from four to seven. That's bananas. No, I know, I because I uh, Clark and uh, Jody over there, man. They take care. They take good they, care of you. 
They do take there. very good. Jody and Clark take good care of you. So what's up, folks? How y'all doing? I know y'all listening. You better be listening. We got four minutes until break, man. But you know what I, I'm thinking? I think I'm going to start me a fantasy football league, but it's going to be alumni. And I'm going to figure out how to do it. I'm going to create. I'm going to uh, do some games like The Sims, um, like uh, on the Internet. You, That's okay, going to be huge. Right. And I'm throwing it out there right now, so somebody will probably steal my idea. But I'm going to start me a fantasy alumni foot. Now, I'm going to get guys like Barry Sanders, uh, get me quarterbacks like – uh, Roger Starback. I'm gonna start me a fantasy alumni football league. There you go. Get you, you know. And I'm gonna hey. simulate games. I'm gonna simulate games, and then we're gonna play it out like that. But I'm gonna figure out how to do it. I know some computer guys. So watch somebody. Yeah, you do, do know some computer code. Yeah, cats, don't you? Watch somebody jump on my idea. I shouldn't have put it oh. out loud like that, but uh, yeah, but you did. Ain't nobody gonna jump on because they're gonna, they gonna hear your mouth. And yeah. I, if they like me, they don't want to hear all that. Well, yeah, but I don't have it patented right now. And if they do that, so then I'm out. But they're still gonna—they still gonna have to hear your mouth. And if they like me, they don't want to hear all that nonsense. They come out of there. Shut up. So they kind of like the noise. <laughs> but you know, again, yeah, uh, D Man from Fantasy from Football dot com called me on Saturday, wanted me to be part of his league. So I'm gonna join that league and also be in with my guys. So I'm, I'm excited. I can't wait to get back out there. Oh, I'll be in the radio in the show that that time I'm out there too, face to face. So yeah, can't you say work. something smart? I can smack you. Yeah, I'd like to see that. But look, tell me about that. That's a prediction right there. I was about to get into predictions. Yeah, you predicting you will smack me? You better think again. Look. <laughs> That's knowledge, son. Hey, tell me about uh, predictions, man. Because I think, uh, I thought I saw Andrea Rowe predicting that the Cardinals would be back in the Super Bowl. Or maybe it was the NFC Championship game. But either okay, way. No matter what game it was, Super Bowl, Championship game, Pro Bowl, who cares? Who cares? The bottom line is, is if you, as a as a coach, if I'm a, if speak, I got last week, I think down. I said something about when I was in Sioux City, when I did my little interview with the newspaper or whatever, I said that anybody who, if you want to win and do a football league championship, you got to go through Sioux City. Right. I feel that. I honestly feel that. Lane Kiffin said it in Tennessee. Lane Kiffin a joke, but go ahead. But again, he said it no matter what. Again, it's, if you don't feel that confident, if you're not that confident, why are you even doing whatever it is you're doing? Well, if you, do you have a team to say, you got to come through us. Do you have that type of that caliber team? Now the Cardinals had a team. They went to the Super Bowl, but they not Did consistently. They know that before that, no. They not consistently in the playoffs. So, don't you want to build that with the inner part of your team, or, or do you want to have people outside? Do you have to play week in and week out, taking shots at you? Now, like you in Sioux City, do you want to? Won't you say that to your team? Now, I don't have a problem with predictions as long as they hold true. What else can you say if you if you lose? The next thing you're going to say is, uh, well, I just want to motivate my team. But can't you do no, that without... It ain't that, no, it's not that, though, Quan. What I'm saying is... I'm asking is, you. Uh, breathe a little you, bit. Go ahead. And don't waste up all those two minutes of talking about that uh, Sioux City. Go. No, I'm, what I'm saying is the fact of, as a athlete, as a player, as an athlete, as a man, you sit there, you think that you're going to... You're like me and you, and we go golf. True. I'm not the best golfer in the world. Absolutely Okay, true. matter of fact, I absolutely suck. <laughs> okay? You... and But... You know, for existence, I would give you hard time and give you lip service the whole 18 holes. I don't stop on you at all. And I know you beat them, but you'd be up 50 million strokes on me. But I'm still give, giving you a hard time the whole time. Yeah. It's, and that's the key. Predictions it, are – that's what they are. All it is is words. If you just – But uh, you've got to go out there and produce it. And that gives you – and if you don't feel that way, you're not going to be successful. Why are you playing the sport or why are you doing whatever it is you're doing? If you're not confident you're going to be the best there is, why do it? All right. Well, I noticed how you just took up all that two minutes telling me that. But uh, it's all good. You want to voice American sports? Look, you can always check us out. Uh, check the archives. Listen to the show. We podcasting. You can go up there and do that. And on iTunes, Coach B can always be reached. Check out the web page if you want to get in contact with him. This is Kwame Lassie Sports Talk on the Voice American Sports Holla. Network.
we get back with you next week. Thanks for tuning in this week. Come back next Tuesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time, for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network.